Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Jungle Java, the official podcast of the Red Ledger. Covering the human school, the students, and the community. We're your hosts, James Mapes and Ryan Wayne. A new Jungle Java episode goes live every Monday. So keep an eye out on our Jungle Java Twitter and Instagram to be the first listener when it goes live at junglejava underscore LHS for both Twitter and Instagram. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about a few different things here and there. Those including Easter weekend, the Lovejoy boys golf team, Lovejoy softball, the Baylor versus Gonzaga title game, Ryan's movie review on the new movie Godzilla versus Kong, and then a quick pat on the back to myself. Yeah, so starting off with Easter weekend was, you know, we we had a four-day weekend. Uh, and so what did you do over the weekend, I guess? You know what, Ryan? Actually, this weekend was probably the only weekend of the year where I did not leave my house. Mm. I did nothing but hang out with the fam. So that felt good. That's solid. Yeah, yeah. So on my end, uh, I finished moving in like fully now. I like all my furniture and all that set up and uh i was actually so over the weekend i was planning on like how to set up my dorm rooms at college because i guess i like, have to plan that early uh-huh. on and realized most of my furniture like the things i want to bring doesn't fit in my dorm room so i'm gonna have to like basically leave most of it behind um yeah and so yeah it's okay though i think it's gonna be fun so i submitted some form for college and all that and yeah, I mean, I think I just making sure that uh, everything's in order before I go off to college, you know, and mm-hmm. for me, I think my college, like, so our, my year starts off, I think a whole month later than most people. I start school in like late September, which is going to be pretty interesting. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, do you know what else happened over the weekend? Uh, well, other than the Easter bunny coming up and maybe giving people candy and eggs. No, I don't. Oh, well, everyone in Lovejoy should know that the boys golf (laughs) team won the district 5A golf tournament yesterday. And Jay Mm -hmm. Pappen set a new single day record shooting a 66 and he finished second overall. Yeah, for context, um, I think... I believe 72 is like what they call par and anything below 72 is like super good, especially for the like high school level, like people in the pros like shoot in the sixties, you know? So yeah. that's pretty yeah. good. Jay got second overall, as James said, uh, Mason McClure uh, finished fourth, Jake Franklin, Frankie finished fifth and Pete Peabody finished seventh. And so uh, all those guys were uh, basically first team, all district. So, you know, good job to them. Yeah, great job, guys. Real quick, James, do you play golf at all? Well, I mean, of course I know golf, right? And mm-hmm. I know how to play, and I have yeah. played, but yeah. I can't say that I'm an expert in any way. What about you? I got three different golf cards at Top Golf, so. Okay, whoa. So. Now, uh, my sister <laughs> mostly plays. You know, she is probably slightly better than me. I'm not good. I used to do hockey, and so it's it's sort of different. It's like, you know, Happy Gilmore kind of, but it is sort of different, you know, from golf and hockey. So 
I can smack the ball, just not very straight, apparently. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, I have never seen a ball curve so much. I don't think it's, like, physically possible, but, like, it makes a, a total 90-degree turn to the right every time I hit it, so. Mm. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing. Whenever golf is on the TV, though, mm-hmm. sheesh, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either, but I'll my dad asleep, loves man. to watch it. Speaking of golf on the TV, it's funny you say that. I think the women's PGA was on this weekend, and my dad and my sister was watching it. I think it was a women's PGA, and then it was like the ANA Cup or something, you know. And going to be honest with you, I don't recognize any of those people. Like the golfers I know include like Tiger Woods, and that's about it. But you know, there's a bunch of people on there, and I think there's I I believe there's one girl who was golfing. I think she's from Plano, so that was kind of cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I just found out who won the the female um, PGA Tour thing. And it, you were yeah. right. It did happen over the weekend. It started on the first and went through the fourth. Mm-hmm. And I hope I don't butcher this, but this 21-year-old from Thailand, Patty Tavantakit, won. Yeah, it's like, it's like so, yeah. She's got like these shades on and like is pretty sick. Yep, bro. And Patty, I believe she yeah. came home with seven figures. So that's very usually, cool. yeah. Usually, if you get first in those kind of tournaments, you bring home millions. And so, yeah, that was pretty cool for. Her. Good job, Patty. You know, good for her. Go, Patty. Good golfing, you know. Oh, Patty's uh, kind of cute. My wife, Patty. Oh, stop. <laughs> you know i guess if you want to go on to sports that you know we probably know just a little bit more about softball and baseball just a little bit more um so if you don't know right now our both our softball our lovejoy softball teams and our baseball teams are actually doing super well the softball team i believe has played i think nine games so far if i'm not mistaken eight or nine games so far and recently they played um I don't even know what team this is. The Colony? Is the that Colony, an Af- yeah. It's a, yeah. I know it's a place, but is that a high school? Yeah, it's a high The school. Colony High School. The, okay, so the Colony Cougars, we played them recently, and uh, we won 7-3. to three. That's for softball. And nice. so, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I believe right now, yeah, so the girls' softball team right now is 8-1 and one in district, and that's first, and so that's also pretty cool. I know our softball team has been pretty dominant. I covered them for the Red Ledger over the past few years. And so I know they're usually pretty good. They got some really good hitters on there. And then I love Joy, uh, the baseball team. I believe they've played only three games in district so far, but they're two and one. Uh, they're second. That makes them second in district. But I think they can probably, like, you know, it's, it's still pretty early on their season. So it should be pretty easy for them to catch up easily. And so recently they also had an 11 to zero win over Denison. So that was, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, they also have a game on Friday. So mm-hmm. if anyone wants to yeah. go out and watch them, they have an away game in Princeton against the Panthers. Where even is Princeton? <laughs> Princeton is not. I think I know. I think I know roughly where it is. Like I think you go, you go up, and then across the lake, and then you'll. I can get give you a time on how far it is. But I couldn't that tell would you what direction it is. Yeah, why don't you tell our viewers exactly how far away Princeton is from Lovejoy? 28 minutes and 47 seconds if you take the tollway. That's totally worth it. 
There you go. Yeah, they go see the London Leopards smash the Princeton. Are they the Panthers, do you know? They are the Panthers. Yeah, so they the go smash the Princeton Panthers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No hate to Princeton, obviously, but, you know, it's love to baseball. We're going to go smack them out there. So. Yeah, and then a few <laughs> days later, boys baseball plays them as well on the 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that's a home game, but I will okay. check that out real quick. Oh, no, it is an away game, but – uh yeah i don't know what day april 16th is but maybe we go and support them too ryan yeah we do should definitely i'm actually i glad mean it's only a 28 minute 47 second drive what are you saying <laughs> i'm actually glad you you mentioned princeton because you didn't mention it i would forget like totally other thing other than baseball is that uh <laughs> we had so the second half of the uil academic tournament is focused more on debate and the only people that compete and that literally is just Lovejoy and Princeton. Like, no one else even has like, entries in that competition, which is kind of sad. But your boy got first. Whoa. Yeah. Was that recent? I think that was, like, I think that was last Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. So, yeah, your boy got first. And then um, I know, uh, so I think it's sophomore Arya Raju got second. Mm-hmm. He's also on the LNM broadcast team. So he's on that, you know, that leopard spotlight sometimes. Um, and then third place was uh, nice. Junior Jude Wheatley. So we took first, second, and third. And so, yeah, we – and then I think overall our team got first in, like, all the competitions, like, added together. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, Ryan, so i got to go to regionals at some point. Go ahead. Are you excited about that? Um, not really. Why not? so uh for that i have to compete in my home so i just i gotta set up my studio in my house and then like compete and for my bedroom and so it's more tiring than it is fun i would say okay i think that's pretty fair yeah well ryan today we have talked about some pretty big news and it's actually been a pretty Mm -hmm. interesting day um yeah but a big piece of news for everybody that happened last night, and as we've talked about previously on the podcast, uh, previous yep. weeks, uh, it's March Madness, and March Madness is now over as of April yes. 6th. And Ryan, why don't you tell them what happened last night? So crazy, crazy things happened, right? Number one seed Baylor going against number one seed Gonzaga. I would say that most people probably thought Gonzaga would win the whole thing because, you know, they've been hyped up so far this season, undefeated mm-hmm. and all that. But Benjamin Knoppers' radiant energy for the Baylor Bears just exploded on the scene that day. And Baylor defeated Gonzaga 86-70. Uh, to 70. And, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Davian Mitchell. <sighs> Guard for the Baylor Bears scored 36 points. Super impressive. Unheard of in a college game. Actually, David uh, Mitchell only scored 15. <laughs> what? Whose name am I looking at? No one. No one scored 36, I don't think. Jared Butler scored the most, I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry. 22 points for Jared Butler. <laughs> I see what stat I was it's looking okay, at. Yeah. And a uh, big man, it? Flo Thamba, you know. Second coming of Mo Bamba. Yeah, great name. But yeah, I think Baylor's win, you know, is, you know, I think 80%, you know, from their talent, 10% from, you know, their like 
I guess, like aggressiveness to win and then 10% because of Benjamin Hopper. That's that makes sense in my opinion. I mean, that makes sense to me. Who couldn't win with that guy leading you on, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Love Jerry Jungle Jonga alumni. <laughs> I will say, though, that game, in my opinion, was not mm-hmm. as, like, I guess it wasn't as, like, tight or intense as a lot of people thought it could be. Like, I think Baylor was leading for the entirety of it. But I don't know if you see, if you watched it or not, but the game before this game in the Final Four, Gonzaga v. UCLA, Probably like one of the best college basketball games like ever, honestly. I heard you had a pretty interesting opinion on that matter. I do, I do, because um, so I've committed to UCLA for college. And so I did that before the UCLA, like I think right right before the UCLA Gonzaga game. And so I was rooting for, you know, UCLA, you know, my Jaime Jaquez and crew, you know, Johnny Juzing, Johnny Buckets. Loved them. Mm. <laughs> so I was rooting for them, right? But, you know, it's the 11th seed UCLA versus the like uh, first seed in the nation, Gonzaga. And so a lot of people thought it would be a blowout. It wasn't. It was probably like it came down to like, I think, literally the last one and a half seconds. I know mm. like it was like eight seconds left on the clock. UCLA ties it at 90, you know, 90 to 90 and like the end of overtime. And then from like half court, this guy from nowhere called Jalen Suggs shoots it as the buzzer leg drops and scores a three so it's 93 90 and it was just so intense you know and i honestly think that if ucla managed to beat gonzaga there they could have put i think a more tighter margin against baylor as well Mm -hmm. and so i'm very sad for ucla for not you know getting that one step further but i think it's they did a lot lot better than most people thought they could have in the beginning so i'm very i'm very glad you know, to be broom-bound next year, going to UCLA, supporting whoever comes back on the basketball team, even though, you know, they're not as good as football. That's what I really like. But, you know, that's okay. You know, no one needs football in college. But, yeah, I think that's that's pretty sick, though, I think, for UCLA's basketball team. It's very good for them. Yeah. And that, that uh, last-second shot in the UCLA game, I hate to say it, Ryan, but it's going to go down in history as a very memorable moment. Yeah, definitely. Will, um, yeah. That you'll probably, like, for some reason, remember 30 years from now. <laughs> exactly. I'll be watching March Madison on 58, looking at UCLA playing, and I'm like, I remember a time when I was a kid where a man named Jalen Suggs shot from midfield, scored, and shattered my dreams. And I'll remember that moment forever. You know, you know, moment I'm gonna remember forever, Ryan. What? Sorry, I thought I could do this little tie-in right here. It's actually working quite well. Um, uh, I sat down last night and wrote a four-page essay in one sitting. Okay. And I just wanted to flex. Mm-hmm. I stayed up to three a.m. on a school night. Uh, it was for my English course. It was about the novel Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. As in the book. <laughs> yes, by Mary Shelley. Yeah. What about it? Where would you? What was you writing? Reading about? Um, I was writing about the symbolism and mm-hmm. how it pertains to the societal effects on the monster. Wow, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah. See, deep. see, my brain thinks a lot better than what comes uh-huh. out of my mouth. So I can I can do things like that. 
I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, it sounds very complex. You know, Frankenstein. I read that book before as well. I at least I I read down like a a, a kid's version of it, probably. You know, probably. so yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I think a lot of people are familiar with the story, and so you know, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool, Ryan. So I had to work on that essay recently for an English class, but mm -hmm. I know you want you recently wrote a review on the Godzilla Kong movie that I haven't seen yet, and I kind of want to know what you think about it. Okay, so the thing about Godzilla versus Kong, um, I so prior to like this the trailer dropping for Godzilla versus Kong, I had no idea that they even existed in the same world. Like it makes sense, but like apparently you know. Godzilla and Kong are like kind of, I guess, created from the same thing, which I thought Six. was kind of interesting, right? Because I always thought Kong was, you know, like its own thing because King Kong and all that. And then Godzilla was like this Japanese comic thing that they brought to life. And so I didn't know that they were, you know, connected, but I guess they were. And there was like some hints that Pacific Rim is also involved in this whole thing, which I don't know if it's true or not. But, um, I thought it was, I think, I think the best way to put it is I think it was a little bit above average. Like it's not like this super complex plot. Like everything's like pretty predictable, like a lot of action movies. And um, I, I still think you should go watch it. I think like the fight scenes and stuff is pretty cool. And um, surprisingly, there's a lot of like connections to like the original comic books of Godzilla. Like um, there's this new character called Mecha Godzilla, which I'm not going to go super into, but he's an actual thing in the comic books. And so they draw like a lot of like, I guess, influence from that, which I thought was super interesting. But yeah, I think it was definitely an interesting, I guess, an interesting take on this entire story, I think. All right. Well, I might have to go sit down and watch it. That's not typically my kind of movie, though, but... I'll let you what, know what, is, like what is your typical kind of movie though i like movies that try really hard you know mm -hmm. like the movies that are yeah. trying to win like awards and stuff i guess you yeah uh but or um i can't believe i'm forgetting his name but my favorite director uh he did inception and i love his movies i can rewatch those all the time wait, 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 my favorite movie Wait, wait, a minute, wait, a it's like wait the a most famous actor. <laughs> I mean, director. wait a minute, wait a minute. Is your director favorite director Christopher Nolan? Yeah, yeah. He's my favorite director as well. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, I love Nolan. <laughs> Specifically, Nolan. I like. I like Christopher Nolan. Yes, I like everything that Tom Hardy specifically does, and so those are my big two guys. And he was also Tom Hardy was an Inception, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think he's super sick. I want to yeah. look like him. <laughs> I, I'm, I was watching I Inception like the other day, right? I was I actually watched Inception like I think a few weeks ago because I think it came back on Netflix, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I didn't realize that Tom Hardy was in Inception, like even though I think that's like probably pretty common knowledge. I didn't know that he was in it. And then yeah, I realized I think I forgot Tom about Hardy. It too. Yeah, I think Tom Hardy and Leo DiCaprio, they've been in like a few movies together before. Like he was in Inception. They were both in The Revenant which mm -hmm. was i had no idea so i was that was the bear movie out. right yeah it was the bear movie and like you know hiding in a horse so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i heard about that one <laughs> yeah but netflix is dropping new movies like you know both originals and like actual good movies from the past like i think every week at this point 
Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting to look at because they keep on getting more and more content. And then Disney Plus is also dropping new series. When Falcon and the Winter Soldier is completely finished, I'm going to go review that. Loki's coming out over the summer. And so I think that's also going to be super, I guess, fun to look at. And then I think Paramount, like the movie companies, all started streaming. And so everything is yeah. being streamed these days and it's crazy. I think one thing people forgot about um, I'm pretty sure the the Paramount uh, Corporation made the like the the Fantastic Four movies, so I think they might be on there. So maybe uh, I'd, I'd be excited be to watch this. Yeah, it, it'll be them or Disney Plus, but you know, hopefully they make it better this time. <laughs> Are you saying that because it's already on Disney Plus or something? Is it? I don't. I don't actually know. I don't think I've seen it on Disney Plus. I don't think. I've okay. Seen, like, okay. Any... Yeah. I think it's made by Paramount. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, there's not like I don't think anything's been teased about. It. Like, people know that it's in the works, but like, I don't. Has a cast been announced? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's the Fantastic Four. They'll make a. Yeah. We'll see what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I think that about wraps it up. For mm-hmm. today, though, Ryan, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, I guess there's one thing. So recently, mm-hmm. I started blogging again on my blog, right? And so whenever okay. I have you know, the blog update or whatnot, I have to share it on social media to get people to look at it. So my website gets more traffic, yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, on social media, you know, the blog gets attention. On Jungle Java, also, if you want to be on the Jungle Java podcast or when I ask some questions or come onto the podcast and talk to us about something... You know, we'll be happy to have you. So just tweet at us at on Twitter at junglejava underscore LHS, or you can DM us on Instagram at junglejava underscore LHS. And so that's both the handle of our Twitter and Instagram. And recently I've been connecting to people across from different colleges, you know, getting their opinions on stuff. And so social media is pretty cool. And so if you want to connect with us on social media, we'll be happy to have you. Exactly. I hope everyone had a great long weekend and has a great upcoming week. Mm-hmm. happy rabbit day you know mm. and yeah happy april it's april now you know it's one one slash two more months to graduation games Jeez. and on that note it's been james <laughs> and i'm ryan signing off so guys